finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Welcome to today's show and I would love to welcome Janelle Gordon. Janelle, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing as per <laughs> usual. Um, that's my little hashtag. It's om with amazing added cheesy, but it's all branding. It's all about seven O's and living an orgasmic, outstanding life. And who doesn't want more orgasms in their life, right? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with cheese. It makes pizza work. I know. So, uh, don't worry about don't worry about this you do this so thank um, you so much for having me dan it's just an honor to be here you are um a remarkable human being i love your energy and spirit i love how we met and i just i've loved being a part of your journey so well, thank, thank you so, so much. much thank you for coming and sharing the magic of tantra with the people because it's crazy that i think there are these connotations that build up in people's minds yeah. whenever they hear tantra mention Yes. And I think the, um, the diversity of the components that make up what Tantra is are even reflected in, in what you teach and what you share with people. Because there is the, the carnal component, which is a piece of it. Right. But there is the purpose behind that carnal component and what it actually leads to. Uh, I love that we're invited to say yes to pleasure. Yes. Um, but I love that we're invited to say yes to pleasure with intention. Uh, and that's one of the, the things I really wanted to, aside from, I think it'll be great in this if we got some insight on what Tantra is, because when you were teaching with me, there was like a few different schools of Tantric thought. So there's some people that will listen to what you have to say today and may have heard something somewhere else, but it's important for them to understand that there's, there's different schools of Tantric thought, right? Absolutely. So there's Absolutely. that. Um, to understand what Tantric energy is and how they can start to use Tantric practice to get more out of life as a whole through yeah. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. And, <laughs> it's all about intention and staying focused. <laughs> exactly. And, um, and also if we can have a tidbit, I think on something orgasmic for the guys and the girls on the yeah. call. So yeah. I think that'd be a cool little groovy structure to slide into. So yeah. let's start with um, me I'm just sure. edifying you a little bit because you being here today is no no small feat because you've actually been on quite a journey, uh, a survivor of sex trafficking. Yeah. Uh, uh, a goddess running around now, raising the awareness about it and helping people to, to see that there's a role that we can all play in reducing because there's millions and millions of people who are uh, prey to that yeah. on an annual basis. And your, your charity is all about supporting that and you're working with some very influential people on that. So I'd love for everyone to go ahead and check out Beyond Freedom? Yes. Mm -hmm. Beyondfreedom.com? Beyondfreedominternational.org. Beyondfreedominternational.com. Check out Janelle's charity. Um, that's perhaps something we'll have a conversation about another time as Absolutely. a standalone. Absolutely. I really want to say a point here, but do go ahead and check, check out the charity and the website. Um, da, 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 you're a... Anyway, your journey is just amazing. And I, I want to give people the opportunity to, to really get what they came for. But how about you give, give us an overview of your journey to how it brought you okay. into the world of Tantra? Okay. Well, we got like three, well, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to respect everyone's time and I want to give people some, good, some goodness and 
and um, you know, pique their interests and give them some some free free tips on how to live more orgasmically every day. Yeah. So my story um, is is really what, where my power is, and I think all of your your viewers can agree that, um, and you yourself with your journey, that what you went through is why you're so powerful and why you're so uh, able to do so well in what you do today. So I think that's the number one thing I want people to understand before I go into my story is that your tragedy and your trauma is actually your triumph and it's your greatest power. So, um, you know, just hold on to that. There's a lot of victims and victimhood and that's really popular to be a victim today. But when we can shake the shame and really own our experiences, our karma, our life decisions, whatever happened to us, however you want to slice it as really your power and, and, and not something to be, um, to, to hold you back, but really to catapult you and use you more in this life. And so I want to say that before I go into my story, because it can be a little bit dark. So I want to try to keep it as light in that I truly have found this as my power now. So being a product of the of the system from a, a young age, um, I was in the foster homes, um, and uh, that can be really challenging um, when you're a product of the system and when you're stuck in the system. And um, being a child that experienced abuse and trauma at a very young age, um, I carried that with me uh, throughout my life and um, was placed into a well-meaning but extremist religious Christian fundamental cult family. From that um, developed you know, more trauma and really is what led me into the hands of my first trafficker at 19. Um, and at the time I didn't know I was being trafficked. I, I really had come to feel like this was just my life. Abuse and trauma and sexual pain was just a part of what I went through. And I know people have a hard time breaking patterns and I think it's interesting and important to understand that when you're going through these things to understand that in order to break a pattern, you have to really be able to understand that you're always gonna go back home to what you know. And what I knew was pain, trauma, and abuse. So I went straight into that with my trafficker, right? Um, and so from there, I um, was in the army for a very short time, actually um, after 9-11, and um, was left again, um, just kind of tossed aside because um, through an injury, through a back injury that left me really unable to walk. And so I got out of the army and again in a system that really used and abused me um, and I was left, you know, with no life skills, um, have experiencing my first trafficker, trying to get out of that and really at that point broken in my body even um, uh, with no benefits, nothing. And so from there, I really quickly got into the hands of what my, my book and what my talks are mostly about, my most dangerous trafficker in Vegas. Where, um, where I was trafficked for about seven years in Las Vegas, 10 years, my whole duration, and um, experienced, you know, really any kind of abuse and trauma imaginable to most people um, during that 10 years. And I think it's also important for people to understand that I wasn't like drugged or, you know, put into the back of a van. And I, it, not human trafficking has been romanticized to be something that it's like what you see in Taken, right? If you've ever seen that movie. And I just want people to understand that Hollywood's really good at doing that. They're good at making good movies and romanticizing even true stories. So that's not how I was taken. Um, 
I was um, a, a person, if you've done any of Tony's work, that really was getting their needs met. Uh, and I was getting about three or four of them met by this individual. And so it became an addiction and I didn't know how to come out. Um, and one night after I had experienced um, a beating that led to an extreme concussion um, in Gladys Knight's neighborhood, if you're familiar with that performer, um, I was basically left for dead. And um, I was actually forced to go to work that next day. And I still had, you know, strangulation marks and bruises all over my body. And we were sitting in this club called Seamless in Las Vegas, Nevada. And it was about 3 a.m. in the morning. I remember having about $300 in my wallet. I needed like 3000 to go home. And I knew my physical body couldn't take another beating. And it was at that moment in time, my colleague of, you know, four or five years looked over and said like, you know, don't you want to be happy? She knew at that moment, and I get teary-eyed every time I think about this, to ask me the right question, the question that she knew was going to penetrate my soul. And it did, because I didn't really know what happiness was at that point in my life, but I certainly wanted to try and experience it. And for me, that was the leverage I needed to get out of that situation. And so together we devised a plan to fake my own death. I won't go into much of it because that's in my TED talk and book, but we did that and that's how I was initially able to get out of that trafficker's grip. Long story short, a, a miraculous series of events led me to, um, to Texas where I um, ended up with another trafficker because you always go home to what you know. But finally, a man came into the club I was working at and just said, hey, I wanna help you. I don't know you, but I'm supposed to help you. And he said, there's this healing modality that changed my life. I suffered a lot of abuse as a sexual abuse as a young child. And uh, I think this will help you. And he says, it's called Tantra. If you find a school, I want to send you there. And I didn't know him from Adam. I just thought, wow, this guy wants to help me and I need help. I can't get out of the system, the cycle. Um, mm -hmm. my, uh, my trafficker that is in the penitentiary in Vegas was still pursuing me and I, I, I feared he would come after me and, and hurt me and my family. Even mm -hmm. though I was estranged from my family, I still obviously didn't want anything to happen. Of course. So from that, I made the decision to say, okay, what do I have to lose? Um, I have nothing to lose and everything to gain because I'm just being a product and I've been a product for so long. I don't know how to do anything else but be a product. So I found a school in Thailand and I told this guy who is now my mentor and, and he said, yeah, um, I'll send you. And he wrote a check and I took booked a flight and I spent a year in Thailand studying Tantra and really just healing for the first six months was like a massive just healing and getting back into my body. That's the work that I'm really, really good at is helping women and men get back into their physical body. Because often, not just women, but women do suffer probably, one might argue, more physical and sexual trauma. However, mm -hmm. men do too, and men have been told to kind of just, you have to like keep it in. So mm -hmm. the work I do helps men and women to get back into their bodies and to really allow that trauma to come out so that they can get to deeper states of connection and intimacy and experience orgasm things. So after my training in Thailand, I um, worked under my teachers. My lineage is very strong. It goes back thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And I knew that this was my calling. But I didn't want to teach Tantra to hippies. I didn't want to teach Tantra <laughs> to, to, to yogis. And I remember thinking that, even though I had no idea how the real world worked, because I'd basically been in a cult and then in the strip club and, and adult entertainment industry world, and then the Tantra world, like I, there was no gray. I didn't know how to function 
this is, it's true. Like I had no idea how the real world worked, but mm -hmm. I knew in my mind, I didn't want to teach to yogi hippies. I wanted to teach to boss men and boss babes. Like that was already in my mind because I thought, wow, there's got to be other people that maybe haven't been a victim of sex trafficking, but have experienced trauma in their life. And this teaching, this path could really help them. So remember that being my thought and your thoughts are obviously very powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and so after that, um, I just made it a mission that somehow I was going to do that. I didn't know how. And I moved back to the U.S. to have my son and I thought, you know, where should I go? I have no family. I've been out of the world for 10 years, well, longer if you take my upbringing, out of seventh grade education. And so I picked Orange County, California. Why not go to the most expensive place in the world? <laughs> <laughs> to like restart your life, right? <laughs> like this sounded like a great idea. <laughs> At the time, I had no idea what I was getting into. But um, I did this and it was very hard the first few years. My son was an infant, you know, I had postpartum and I enrolled in school because it was some aid that I could get some assistance. And mm -hmm. I found out I had all these brain stuff that happened from all the concussions. So now learning was more challenging. I had all these disabilities. It was hell, you know, essentially. But mm -hmm. I was determined to make it work somehow. And one night I was feeling really helpless because I just didn't know how to go from product to person and mm -hmm. living in this world. Like I said, I didn't feel like I had the tools and mm -hmm. I saw a post from Tony Robbins that really changed the course of my life because at that moment I didn't want to go on living anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had, um, saying this gets me every time I had a baby at that time, you know? And, um, so I commented on a post of his with like 2000 other people. And I just said, listen, I feel like I don't have the skills to, to make it. I'm trying, I'm doing everything and I've healed, but how do I, how do I get there? You know, like I feel stuck and I'm sure most of your followers can say that they felt stuck at a time in their life. And from that, you know, he reached out to me and just said, Hey, I want to help you help more women, uh, victims of human trafficking, but first I want to help you. So that became what I call a rapport. I'm not going to say a relationship or anything like that, but a rapport that we had where we messaged back and forth and he started sending me to his events. And Tantra, what really did for me is what it healed my body. It healed my body. It healed my sexuality. It got me back into my body and it got me seeing that energy was everything. And mm -hmm. what the work that Tony did for me was really helped with my mindset. And mm -hmm. so from there, I just began on this mission to, um, to help women, but also to help men and women to feel empowered in their sexuality and realize that their sexuality is actually their spirituality. There's no difference. It's all energy. And now that's what I do. I teach men and women how to really experience more connection and bliss and give them tools to live an orgasmic life. And a part of that orgasmic life is teaching them how to really take their sexual energy and use it to create more prosperity and abundance. And that's yeah. essentially what I've done. Brilliant, brilliant. So that was more than four minutes, but okay, it's short. okay. It's, um, I, I want to thank you for your vulnerability, for your ah. forthrightness, and for your power, um, and how that power has shown up in you being able to go through this experience and then being an example to other people for what is possible. Because um, that's no mean feat that that path that you came down, right? But you've done it, and you're now a shining example of the fact that regardless of where we are, we can actually get somewhere else and. Absolutely. Obviously, what you're now doing is sharing how time practice can be a part of the healing and also yes. the impact. Yes. There are different levels to this, 
right? There are, there's the healing aspect and there's the empowerment and application aspect, both of which are really, really, really important. And, and again, so our they were tapping human energy right there's so much power within us and so much of that is tied in those lower three centers and are often expressed purely in an outward sexual basis yes was one of the things that's become most apparent to me through the, the time i spent learning under you is that power can be redirected and used to go upwards and outwards yeah. this way rather than just yeah without intention yeah centrally located in one place which is mm -hmm. where it all, it all goes right right mm -hmm. right absolutely so, before we go into some tantra basics yeah we'll just sort of open up the open up the frameworks now because you, you, i remember you saying there are different there's the red school of tantra white yes black yes is that it? Did I get it right? That's right, three. Right, yeah. right? That's three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to talk about that briefly? Briefly, yes, please. Yeah. Okay, good. So I think it's important, and I shared this with you because obviously you're very, you're a great student, meaning you've done so much work already with the energetic and the, and the physical, physical, the metaphysical, so you understood. And it is important to understand that, um, that the different types of tantra so not all tantra is created equally and i think this is basically what we're saying so mm -hmm. there's different schools of tantra meaning um as you said the red tantra um the black tantra and the white tantra and uh the left uh the white tantra being on the left side the red being in the middle and the um uh, black. black being on the right so what's important to understand is that there is a lot of tantra schools or tantra teachers out there but unfortunately most of them are what we call neo-tantra or red tantra they're really just um glorified porn stars you know that's, <laughs> that, that's what they're teaching people to to do and to be they're teaching them how to be really good at having sex mm -hmm. that is not what the tantra path is about now if you mm -hmm. see my instagram i do use a lot of these kind of marketing and advertising i'm actually an advertising major in school to to get people intrigued right to get mm -hmm. to spark their interest mm -hmm. because most people if i'm posting you know tantra is going to take you to deep meditation they might not <laughs> they're, they're gonna be like okay cool unless you're a spiritual yogi or hippie which i said wasn't my target market right exactly. that's not the people i want to serve but if i say listen you're gonna have a ton of more energy guys so men so that you can put all that energy into single pointed focus to build and create your business and make millions you're gonna be like sign me up for that or exactly. you're gonna have a ton of more energy to uh to last longer in bed and to uh to not you know um lose your orgasm or lose your ejaculation quickly and you can pleasure mm -hmm. your partner longer okay sign me up for that <laughs> that's what we use to really you know to get people intrigued but mm -hmm. so that's red tantra red tantra is all about the physical it's really mm -hmm. about creating uh, a really good sexual uh, um, practitioners and, and they're mm -hmm. being mastering sex. But that's not what Tantra is about. Now the black, black side of, of Tantra is um, what we call black magic. And it's, it's very real. It's a real practice. And 
we don't talk about it a lot. My teachers didn't even talk about it a lot because they said, we don't mess with that. We know there's energy out there. We know there's desirable energy and we know there's energy that's being used for um, less than desirable purposes. I don't like saying good or bad because energy is just energy, right? So the black magic is very dangerous energy and it's when um, tantric practitioners were using their sexual energy to do things that were not for um, healing, that was not for creating a prosperity, that was not for spiritual purposes. It was simply to hurt and harm other people. And it's a real practice. And so we stay away from that. Um, there's even books on it. And our teachers actually said, don't even read those because it's just something to stay away from. So the majority of Tantra schools are gonna be read and you're gonna see them everywhere. And you yeah. can tell if people are talking, it's all about sex and you can even pull up on an Instagram page and see sexual this, sexual positions. There's nothing about personal development. There's nothing about spirituality. It's just sex, 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 sex. You know, that's red Tantra. And majority mm -hmm. of the Tantra schools out there are. Now the mm -hmm. white Tantra is what I teach. It's, it's really all about evolution. It's about progression. It's about growth and it's a spiritual practice. It is, no, you don't have to leave your religion. You can mm -hmm. totally be Christian, Buddhist, Muslim, whatever you want to be and practice Tantra. Tantra mm -hmm. is just a discipline, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like a school of discipline that and for women or men, it's it's like a recipe. You know, you bake cookies, you put certain things in it. You put your, you know, your flour, sugar, your butter, your eggs, your, if you're vegan, you put your chia, whatever you put, yeah. chocolate chips, cacao chips, whatever. And you make all those together and you know every single time you're gonna get a cookie because you followed this recipe. And so Tantra is really a recipe for uh, um, a, a spiritual empowered path. So it will take you deeper in whatever means you want to go. Um, my ex always said further faster, you know what I'm talking about. So deeper, quicker, it gets you there quicker. So mm -hmm. Tantra is a path to get you what you want quicker and mm -hmm. do that using your sexual energy to really um, connect deeper into your spiritual energy. So mm -hmm. if I asked you a question, would you rather do, you know, six hours of meditation or would you rather make love in the conscious tantric way and then go into meditation for an hour or six hours you know what sounds more you know appealing right yeah, think about that um meditation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like weigh your pros and cons of this right i'll, I'll, I'll get back to you on that one but carry on <laughs> think a little more so we live in a very you know fast-paced world we we swipe left or right to find a partner or date we we scroll scroll we're all in the what we call the kali yoga phase era mm -hmm. which is the era that's all about the first three archetypes or energy centers so we're mm -hmm. all about the sensations and pleasure so you can't teach those kind of people spirituality very easily you can there's there's people that are doing it but mm -hmm. if we want to target the masses of people we have to pull them in with something that's more like exciting. And it's like, wow, I can give them what they want. So you can give them what they need, give them, give them what they want. So they want what you have to give. Exactly. Both yeah. of those will work. And so yeah. that's what Tantra is. It's a system, a holistic system, a discipline, a recipe for um, really a spiritual path that leads you to use your sexual energy as spiritual energy and to really give you the life that you want to create. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some Tantra myths then. Okay. Um, specifically, because obviously now we've identified, we're going to leave the 
the other one. So we've got the red and the white schools that we're talking about here and the difference between the two. So we've established you're the white school of Tantra, which is, yes, all of the red elements are there, but they're there for a purpose. And that purpose is evolution, yes. spiritual growth, yes. deeper practice, connection. I think one of the things that was most powerful, I think, with, with my time with you was understanding, A, non-judgment of energy. Mm-hmm. So we're not judging energy. We're allowing it to be because that constriction and that judgment, that just, it's, yeah, and rather yeah. than allowing it to be free, right? Which allows you to be more energized in your everyday life because you've got all of this energy that you're allowed to move and play with. Yes. You can direct it for creation because at the end of the day, all manifestation and creation is a result of energy that's been given a directed purpose. That's right. So when you're tapping these massive reserves of energy, now you can direct that to, okay, I'm going to do this for physical healing. I'm going to do this in order to heal the relationships. And we're not just talking about intimate relationships, all relationships, business relationships, friendships, That's right. um, career relationships, Great all of those, because that suppression and that contraction of energy is stopping it being able to move freely. But when you can direct it, you can do magical things with it, firing up your intentions, which is some really cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty because, cool. <laughs> because intentions plus energy equals creation. And when you realize, hang on a minute, there's this massive, the energy that's big enough to create life is there for you to access and charge up your intentions with. There's so, so, so much power behind that. So I want to just dispel a few myths because most people just think, oh, Tantra, they just see the Red School stuff. Oh, how to be more kinky or they think about, I know some people, yeah, I I know some people that mix it with Karma Sutra or they mix in with the um, Um, BDSM. kink and stuff like this yeah which is two different i call it in my course 50 shades of tantra 50 shades of tantra so so we would just get it tied up with with that what are some other myths that you've come across over your time of bringing this to the mainstream because that's really what you're doing you're bringing the deep beauty of true tantra i mean i call white tantra true tantra bringing that to the masses you must have come across some really interesting myths what are some myths that you've come across um so many myths that that um number one is that you know tantra is only um for you said it is only for sex and to be you know a porn star that tantra is the (laughs) kama sutra that tantra is um uh, someone was someone actually said um, i know someone that's created a BDSM Tantra course. And I'm like, okay. I just was like, okay, you know, a what? A what? A what? BDSM, you know, BDSM oh, oh, Tantra yeah. course. And I was like, hmm, I'm That's just gonna leave that alone. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I guess I love the girl, she's a sweetheart, but I'm like, I just don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bless her she's young still and, you, and, uh, yeah 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 <laughs> and i shouldn't say that because there's many young people that are they've got it but she's still yeah. learning um that you have to be straight to practice tantra you can't mm-hmm. be um a man and a man you can't be a woman and a woman you can't be a trans all this stuff like yeah. that um is a myth um that tantra takes a ton of time and this is mm-hmm. like esoteric practice and mm-hmm. um that tantra is really costly um mm-hmm. I think it, it, and then that just depends on what you, where you place your value and your worth, right? Yeah. Um, what are some other ones? That Tantra is just sex magic. It's sex yeah. magic. Um, there's, I, I, I'm losing a few, but those are the main ones. That yeah. Well, that Tantra, you have to be a hippie to practice. Oh, yeah. You have to like wear white and you have to like, you can't have to give up your, you know, like your makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
So lots and lots and lots and lots of this. Lots of lots and lots of this. And I'd love, and what I think will be really great, guys, is those of you who have got your own questions and myths, again, be sure to connect with Janelle and um and ask her let them be dispelled and what might even be cool if you pop them in the comments if you're happy to do that yeah. then maybe we can have some dialogue going in the comments under this video and, and keep the conversation going and again later on we're going to give you the opportunity to connect with you know and, and work with them more closely but yeah keep those questions coming check in with these with these myths are any of them relate relating to you are these myths that you'd had are well, we just spelling tantra, tantra is only for uh couples uh, yeah singles that you have to have a partner so mm -hmm. that's another big one yeah yeah because that's another thing because even even down to and this is where again you know part and part of the miswork was dispelled for me even in just the movement of the energy it doesn't even require physical touch there's there's so much once you start to understand yeah. the movement of energy and understand accessing that well you could just sit and move move energy around and use it to just feel good and change your mood and all sorts yes. of really cool stuff. Absolutely. And that's another really important thing that we didn't, I didn't really highlight yet is that, you know, when I went to school, I was totally single during like my entire training after mm -hmm. I finished it for six months, then I started to, you know, be able to experience with some um, other tantrics on the Island and things like that. But so I went through this whole process single, and it was really annoying for me and challenging because I was like, this isn't fair. Like, how am I like, I honestly at that time couldn't give myself, I couldn't pay someone to sleep with me. It was so embarrassing. I was just like, you know, like I'm in a Tantra school. I want to learn all this stuff. Nobody wanted to connect with me. And the funny thing was, it was so powerful that I really took that time to heal and mm -hmm. connect with myself. And now I am so grateful for those six months six to eight months that I had where it was just me, just me doing the healing, me doing the work, mm. me playing with my own energy, me redefining how orgasms were and how orgasms felt, all mm. that myself. Because what people don't realize is that the level of depth and intimacy and connection that you have with yourself is the level of depth and intimacy and connection that you'll have with your lover. You mm. cannot go deep with someone if you can't even go deep with yourself. Mm. And so that is a real big one. People are like, oh, I want this beautiful relationship, but they're not honest with themselves. They're not real with themselves. They don't connect with themselves. They don't, and that's the biggest thing with Tantra. You've got to be able to connect and be vulnerable, real, open, honest with you first mm. and love you first and give yourself an orgasm. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest thing I tell women and men. Women, you're responsible for your own pleasure. Mm -hmm. You're responsible to know the anatomy of your body. You're responsible to know how many types of orgasms you can have and how to give them to yourself. How mm -hmm. can you expect a man to do something you can't even do to yourself? You mm -hmm. know, so that's a big thing. And, it, and it's the same thing with men. You know, men, you have to learn um, how your body works and you have to be able to feel more into all of your body because men typically tend to have pleasure and feel it in one area, one like couple inches. And <laughs> we have to work with men, men, you've got to learn to be more vulnerable, to be able to feel more into your body and to drop that, that mat, you know, a little bit of that shell so you can feel more into your pleasure and so that you can connect with your lover and so that you can help her if it's a woman you can help her go deeper into orgasms because you've created that safe trusting uh presence for her to open up to you mm. so you gotta open up to yourself first mm, 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 mm. Yeah. this goes down to goes back to the healing and the power of tantra to bring about healing right yes. 
Yes. Sexual healing, like this song. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual healing. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, the other thing I just wanted to just um, look back to is sometimes the, the shame, the self-judgment, uh, the, the, the stories that we have around sex and sexual energy, tying it all up in these, just mm -hmm. these debilitating, limiting, constricting stories, yeah. means that we can't then give ourselves, if I'm not allowing myself to love myself with everything that I'm feeling and experiencing, then how am I gonna be able to love myself then enough to go and share with somebody else? If I'm looking at someone, and I think there's something on the vulnerability conversation here as well. If someone's going to, if I'm going to want someone to open up to me and share who they are in fullness, I can't then judge them or shame them for how their sexual desires express themselves, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, maybe he likes to wear a raincoat. Cool, yeah. let him wear a raincoat. Yeah. There are people now wondering if I like to have sex with a raincoat on, <laughs> and you will never know. You will never know. <laughs> and I think this is again even in terms of how I, a, a role I feel that Tantra may even have in terms of the world at large being a lot more loving is dropping these barriers of importance mm -hmm. dropping these stories of separation coming back to the fact that we're all just energy expressing and energy isn't wrong it's how we intentionally now if I'm running around using and i remember this is one of the warnings that you gave me before you gave me some magic tools you're like well you know we need to this responsibility here young man it's like <laughs> do you remember that one i was like really? and then you started like, okay yeah i get it <laughs> like you're gonna run around whether you're male or female whatever having this power uh, and uh, um and strength or ability to 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 connect with people on a certain level intimately yes and if you're abusing it as in you are just taking from people rather than sharing and giving yeah okay cool there's this you know this isn't agreeable this isn't groovy yeah. but if you're genuinely meeting people at a place of honesty and integrity and mutual sharing mm -hmm. then there's nothing all these stories and judgment just need to, to drop and, and dissipate Absolutely. Different people groove in connection with other people in different ways, right? Um, some people have a deeper connection in terms of their tradition, their beliefs, their um, the frameworks for them in terms of how they express and share sexuality, mm -hmm. and others don't. And I think stopping the judgment and stopping our beliefs being imprinted on others is just going to make the world a much more cool and loving place. Absolutely. Everyone's going to groove on the same level. You know, some people... I've got a dear friend of mine. She practices polyamory. Um, she, you know, she's experienced uh, the world of monogamy, polyamory, and she just finds that she's better suited to, to that lifestyle. That's where she's in her groove. There are some people that are just monogamy. Monogamy is where it's at. That's what they're, they're down with. There's some people that aren't really, they don't feel for whatever reason, maybe they have healing to do, maybe they don't. They don't feel, they don't feel a, a call to being in, groovy um in ongoing um relation right they don't they don't feel it but it's about everybody just being okay with where they're at loving themselves and then showing up in integrity with how they connect with others and in that space with intention two people can come together and create a beautiful vortex of creation and that for me is one of the beauties of tantra 
it's absolutely everything you said is so true and what what I say in my workshop is like we do this whole thing called shake the shame and it's like now a hashtag and it's literally become the killer of intimacy of you know of healthy relationships of of growth of everything because we have been just programmed from the time we were little through our parents through our you know our, our churches through society of what sex is and what sex isn't and that it's taboo and that it's religious dogma is sending me to hell and that it's all these things and then it's also exploited we can exploit it because we got shit to sell but god forbid that we can sit up there and have a workshop or a conversation and view it as something really sacred and holy that mm. is oh no hell no on that <laughs> but, literally but, you know so this is the work and we have to really change and this is the work that i do with the O factors, but also through the nonprofits, like we've got to change how we're educating our children about sex today, because most kids are getting mm. their education through porn. The stats have shown that um, that's that's how they're learning about sex because of all social media, and because of mm. the, how accessible porn is today. But the way, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with watching porn. I I think it can mm -hmm. be very healthy. Unfortunately, the porn that's out there. <clears throat> You know, majority of it is degrading to women. It's abusive mm -hmm. to women. It's, mm -hmm. it's very much so, it's not glorifying the feminine, worshiping mm -hmm. the feminine. And that is the path of Tantra. Mm -hmm. It's really, really seeing um, the God and the goddess in your partner, and especially for women, because we don't do that. And Shakti, the feminine energy, is what creates the entire universe. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, we got to start making better porn, because what's out there... <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. And there's actually conscious porn companies out there that are trying to rewrite this. And oh, I nice. support them. Yeah, all the way because that's how our kids are kids are learning. And mm -hmm. that's why we have issues like sex trafficking, because we've created this whole thing Just that masturbating is bad and, and, and if you're having sex, here's how you have to have it. You have to rape girls, you have to, you know, be abusive to them. You have to put their head in a toilet and flush it while they're being, you know, penetrated. Like that's mm -hmm. disgusting and that's what's mainstream porn today mm -hmm. i think that's um <clears throat> we could say that's um sexuality that is calling for healing yeah, right absolutely absolutely because I, I think from, from when i when i because i don't want to go too deep into this maybe this is a conversation to have another time but i think once we look at nature look at nature doesn't degrade yeah nature doesn't put down nature looks to expand Exactly. And add to it, right? Even when you look at when animals kill each other in nature, they don't kill more than what they need, yeah. and everything gets used up in nature. You know, there's no, there's no waste. Yeah, so true. when we're talking about degrading practices, yeah, uh, yeah, we said about not judging, but look at where you're coming from. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like, are you coming from a space of expansion and adding to, or are you taking away? The second that you're taking away, you're becoming an energy vampire, which is not the way that nature intends things yeah. to happen. So. That's maybe a call for healing. Absolutely. And there's so much healing that has to be done. And, and that's the work that I'm, I'm so happy to be able to do is to facilitate sexual healing. I know it sounds funny, but because there's, there's nothing. And, and, and closer on, don't worry about that. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, I just got off of one in Mexico. And it's like, you know, when you see people get that healing that they need. And mm -hmm. 
see them be able just to heal themselves and then to connect with total strangers in an intimate way, not in a sexual way, but in an intimate way. Mm -hmm. We are a culture that is deprived of intimacy, deprived of touch, deprived of connection. We mm -hmm. are in the most digi digitally advanced, I can say that we're digitally advanced. <laughs> I can't say it, but we are more disconnected than ever before. And so that is the call for healing, the call to reconnect people back to themselves, back to their sensuality. And then in that space, they can really connect with other people. And like you said, not just your intimate partner, you can connect with friends, you can connect mm -hmm. with family, you can use this as an edge in business to connect with business partners better, to understand them, to mm -hmm. feel what's going on with them and to be able to give them that support, whatever it is they need. So it's, and your kids, you know, that's a huge thing. I use these these principles with my children, with my children. I just have one right now. <laughs> Maybe you're calling it in. Was I, it, was well, it I, have, I, have, sister? I actually, that's a long, a whole nother story. I'll tell you <laughs> later, but um, <laughs> so I have gone Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I had a Vedic astrologer reading. He said this year I was supposed to be pregnant. I'm like, oh my God, please kind of be at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Much work to do. <laughs> <laughs> and Prince is like, yay, Bobby. Oh, so happy. He's like, hey, every day he's like, I'm so grateful for my new baby brother. I remember that. <laughs> so, all into it, yeah. So yeah, into the work that we it's it's needed. It's yeah. Needed. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um there's a couple of things I want to do. Definitely I want to give uh you the opportunity to talk about your new program, uh, yeah. the group program yeah. for, for because I think that's a really, not everyone's in a position where they can afford to, to, practice, yeah. to work on a private basis like I've done. Um, but the group forum, I, I'd love to give you the opportunity to talk about that. But I'd like to, first and foremost, yeah. I know there's some people that have been joining us that are like, okay, I know that there was a question about whether it's about sex, but yeah. maybe I can learn something about better orgasms. So <laughs> maybe we could, because <laughs> I know you say really great stuff on your YouTube channel. Um, in relation to, to really how to bring more, mm -hmm. more pleasure to your partner, right. yourself and, 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 and obviously to direct that energy, but you know, it's yeah. great to have the tools to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I would love if you can share a tip for yeah, absolutely. men and a tip for women in terms yeah. of just leveling up some orgasmic power. Yes, absolutely. So we'll start with the women because let's just be real, men are always coming first anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to start. Not, not what, what'd you say? What'd you not say? after they've been working with you. Not after, the, exactly. <laughs> so for women, the number one thing that you can really do to increase your orgasmic potential, and I know it sounds so trivial and trite, is to know your body. And mm -hmm. I only say that because, um, and I'm going to give you a tip on how to do it, a couple, is because mm -hmm. most women, if you give them a diagram or a picture of the female anatomy, the vagina, the vulva, the, you know, they won't know what's what, maybe the clitoris at best. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's important that you, a doctor should never know more about your anatomy than you. Mm. Yeah, he went to school, but it's inside of your body. It's the central of your power. It's where you give, what you do, what men can never do, sorry, create life. So mm -hmm. you've got to know, this is your power. I call it in my program, her self, your highest ecstatic receptive self. And you've mm -hmm. got to know that baby inside out. The mm -hmm. only way to be able to go through, there's seven, there's around 12 different forms of orgasms. I cover seven in my, in my material, but 
in order to be able to go to those spaces, you've got to get to know your body. So I like to call them the yoni selfies. You've got to be able to take pictures of those and take a video and, and, and use it and, and see what's going on down there, like explore a little bit. And, um, and this is so crucial because you can't go into any other orgasms until you really know and understand how your body works. And you'd be surprised the amount of women that don't know their body. Um, and so that's the number one thing to do. So I recommend taking some selfies, using video if you're comfortable with that. If you're not, you can use a good old fashioned mirror that works too. And start finding other sensations of pleasure in the body other than just the clitoris. Um, because if you do work with me, you'll understand that that's actually the smallest kind of pleasure and orgasm that a woman can experience. So moving on to the men, for men, the most important thing for men to be able to do when they want to experience more pleasure in their body is to really slow down, slow down everything. Like just everything you're doing now, just take your like remote, like you do when you're rewinding on DVR and do it to the least one, the number one, you know how you can go one, two, three, four, and then reverse. So you want it the slowest you can do because Men, the masculine energy is direct, single-pointed focus, right? We go for one fucking thing. We can't multitask for shit, right? I'm talking about men. <laughs> and we go straight for the clitoris, straight for the orgasms, and that's it. If and they that's... think about orgasm, they just think about their own orgasm, right? Exactly. Exactly. Right. There you go. Even even going in deeper. <laughs> Literally. <that was laughs> so we got to slow down then and we got to get back into our body. And yeah, it sounds like not masculine, but listen, if I told you, you could experience full body orgasms versus just a 30 second, 10, 15 second, one inch orgasm in the head of your penis, that sounds probably more enlightening, more expansive, more, you know, desirable. But the way you do that is you've got to slow everything down. And the best way to do this is to slow your breathing. Mm. Slow your breath. If uh, a teacher of mine that taught me lingam massage said, don't move quicker than your breath. If you're moving quicker than your breath, you're too fast. So mm. it's like this very slow and you, you feel like, oh my God, this is like so weird, right? Because we're so used to like friction and even, you know, like we've got to like go up and down, up and down. And it's like, there's so many other kinds of forms of pleasure and massage for men on their, on their penis, on their lingam but we got to just slow it down. So that's the number one thing. Slow it down and do that by learning how to control your breath, to slow your breathing. So if you are in a peak state of orgasm and you're breathing slow, you will calm everything down at that moment. I just want to just quickly throw out there because yeah. I think one of the things that, one of the, the most mind boggling things that you showed me was the separation of the orgasm and ejaculation for men. Yes. Because we think that they they have to happen at the same time, that they have to happen together. Yes. Two completely separate things. And I think in terms of things I had to wrap my head around, that was one of the most... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't need to have ejaculation to orgasm. So when you're looking at the slowing down, and again, this is something you... you uh, this is like a whole thing. It's so, a whole not, different paradigm shift. But, just understanding that separation. And I think this also goes into how we look at our lives. How many things are we putting together thinking that they have to happen together? I have to work hard in order to create, create abundance. I can't have love without pain. All of these things that we layer over, over each other, and again, this, the whole the tantric path and the way that it gets us to look at the world very differently. 
it starts to give you the opportunity to unpack so many different stories Absolutely. and taking audit of your life and looking at what things am I plastering together that actually they're only there because I'm telling myself a story. They don't have to be together. Yeah. Absolutely, because you've been conditioned or programmed to believe that that's what it is. So th that's a very great um, interpretation, and I love that. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So that's definitely a big one for guys to unpack and, and, and for women. And so this is, you know, this is the work. <laughs> um, so let's jump into it. You're, okay. Yeah. You're working so, with groups now. And I've been, I swear I've been telling you that you should be doing this for You've been telling life. me to do this for a long time. So <laughs> really have two offerings that are super affordable so we're doing the tantra mastermind tantra mastery mastermind groups that's a mouth mall we call yeah. it tmm yeah. and, and then also i created a seven court a seven step the o factors right um mm -hmm. it's called seven o's to lasting intimacy and that is an online course so we mm -hmm. do interactive calls and so both are cost effective and it gives you a great basis for tantra um mm -hmm. now I love that what you said is like not everyone can afford the one-on-ones or wants to spend that money on it. Mm -hmm. But this is a great way to get started and get your feet wet and get on the path. So I'll start with the mastermind. So the mastermind is, um, it, we will meet once a week, just like regular masterminds, an hour call. It'll be in Zoom, just, just like we're doing here. Mm -hmm. And we will have you know, around six to 10 people in a group, just depending on how, you know, the energy flows. I like mm -hmm. to have that amount of number or that mm -hmm. number of people. Mm -hmm. And we will be diving deeper into Tantra. So mm -hmm. we will have like, basically what I call bliss work. So it's like things that we're going to work on and challenge, like these principles of learning the techniques to really separate orgasm from ejaculation. We'll have guys that are keeping each other accountable and that are helping. We'll have women that are working with what we do as far as um, different types of orgasms and learning about our menstruation and things like that. So, and then we'll meet in the middle. Now you don't have to have a partner. You, don't, you can be single to do this. You can ha have your partner in it. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't want you to think that that's a thing. So all those myths that you said is a great, um, a great way that we started this. And what's really cool is that you get me one-on-one -on -one because I'm kind of a commodity these days, like everyone's wanting me. So the, the masterminds, and you did tell me to do this ages ago. <laughs> Now with this, you actually get a book too. You get a book that you can print out or take with you. And we'll do, um, we have the Tantra Mastermind 1 and then we have the Tantra Mastermind 2. So once we've gone through um, about six months or so, then we see if we're ready for Tantra Mastermind 2. But sometimes it takes longer because this is really all about growing together. And I love the idea of having people on this path with you because the number one question I get asked is, well, how do I find a partner? Now I've learned all this stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to sleep with a guy who's just going to ejaculate now. No, that's <laughs> what you're doing. I'm just saying, once you learn this path, you're like, I want to, you know, and for girls, you know, I want to sleep with someone who, you know, or for guys, I want to sleep with a girl that can support me in this. That isn't like, thank me, come on, bring me, give me your cup, give me your cup. Like, that's really <laughs> hard when you're trying, give it to me when you're trying to stop, when you're trying to learn to separate that. Mm -hmm. So this, the mastermind is genius just mm -hmm. like Dan said it would be. And so for what I'm offering is super affordable. It's basically less, it's $3.97. So it's $100 a week, less than $100 a week, you mm -hmm. know, and that is for um, the support, for the group, for the PDF and for the one on, well, not one-on-one, -on -one, but the connection with, with me as your teacher. And then mm -hmm. the other thing that we have is if, if, if that's still, 
you know, you don't want to make that commitment. We have the, um, the seven of Celestine connection intimacy. It's an amazing, um, you can watch the masterclass for free to see if this is what you're into. And then the course is eight weeks long. It's the best of me guys. I put my heart and soul into this. I have guest teachers. I have male Tantra teachers on there that are showing you exactly what they've done to master this separating orgasm from ejaculation. I have doctors um, that really, really world-known doctors that have come on to explain the principles of, of Tantra and things like that. So it's really cool. I shot it in Spain. I shot it here. So it's kind of cool. And mm -hmm. that is, um, it's um, $4.97 for, um, for the course, for an eight-week course. That wow. you know is worth. We they priced it at you know it's up in the five thousand range because I just added so much content and value, and yeah. I wanted to do that because I want to get this out there. Amazing. So yeah, if you want the link to the um the yeah, the, we'll put them in the comments. Um, absolutely. And, and again, if anyone wants more information, just be sure to to connect with Janelle. She's just really dope anyway. So just <laughs> do it while you can before she blows up and. I know. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're like, where, where can I find you? No, no, wait, I just, are we still friends? Can I still? Is, <laughs> okay, still <laughs> I love you. You're awesome. I just love you so much. You're amazing, Dan, and I thank you. Also, so um, have you got any parting comments uh, that you'd like to, to leave with people before? You know, we yes, absolutely. That's a great comment. And I think what I would say is, um, you know, really two things. One is that your um, if you've experienced any trauma or any tragedy or any, anything in your life that you feel is holding you back, that understanding that your trauma does not, it does not equal your future. It really is just a catalyst in helping you to create your destiny and the life you want. And the second thing I would say is that if you want results like everyone else does, then you keep just doing what you're doing and, and do the results that, that or do what's gotten you the results thus far. I mean, the rest of the world will make it easy for you. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's so many things to distract us, right? Movies, televisions, you know, all this stuff that can take you off your path. But if you want really amazing results, if you want to, you know, grow and really everything that's on your vision board, if you actually want that shit to come true, this is a really cool path to get there quicker. And so if you want results like everyone else does, do what everyone else does. But if you want different results, and you want real connection, lasting love and intimacy, then you've got to change a little bit of your thinking and how, what you're doing, right? So, yeah. Amazing. That's well, it. Thank you. Again, it's, um, as always, you're always dropping them bombs, dropping them bombs. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep up with you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, Trevor. Um, everyone, please, uh, please join me in thanking Janelle for her time today, for her wisdom, grooviness. Um, we're on here in the Facebook group every week with a cool teacher. Uh, this week we've got Janelle. Next week I've got Luigi Scambriella, Scambriella from uh, the Monroe Institute coming back to talk about lucid dreaming and we'll see who we've got the week after. I'll keep you posted. But um, this is also... Uh, this is also, I just forgot completely what I was about to say. <laughs> this is also another really great way to empower yourself to start deliberately choosing and living an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Keep dreaming with your eyes open. Keep staying in your magic. Keep dropping that judgment. Keep opening up more to love. And make sure you keep in contact with Janelle. It's been my pleasure. Signing off. Peace out. See you later. Pow. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna from 
more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.